Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to PCN Radio Presents the No Boundaries Podcast. It's Jay, it's Dot, it's Willie Fonzarelli. And before we get into to tonight's episode, I'd just like to give a thanks to everybody who's been listening, who's provided their feedback. We do this for fun, but yet we still like to hear what you guys have to think, what y'all think we should talk about, and how y'all feel about the topics we talk about. So with that being said, I'd just like to thank y'all for listening and hope that you continue to tune in and spread the word. But now, let's get into this episode. I think I'm going to kick it off this evening because I have a question that's been on my mind for a long time. And, you know, I need I need to know the rules, the operations for if you're in a relationship, how do you have friends of the opposite sex? How? How? It's, it's Even easy. if you can, how? It's, it's, it's easy to have friends of the opposite sex. I just think for women, I ne- I've never met a woman. This is from my experience. I've never met a woman that was willing to really cut off her male friends for me. So I, but I think when the tables turned, it was like you can't talk to that chick, and I feel like that's a double standard we come across a lot. I mean, we all know it's possible, but for some reason, I think once and even if if you're in a relationship, a lot of of the girls that you talk to or the women that you talk to, if they know that you have a girlfriend, they're not gonna want to talk to you anymore. But it's not that many dudes out there that are gonna stop talking to a girl just because she has a boyfriend. They're still gonna hit her up. So I think it's really uh, a respect type of thing. I think women tend to respect a relationship more. So it probably, if you really, if you do have female friends as a guy, them female friends either been with you through thick and thin, and they not gonna let you go, or there there are females that they really don't respect your relationship because it's a good chance they like you, or they have some type of feelings for you. Because I used to be a firm believer in she talk about oh that's her best friend, that's her brother. Oh no. They didn't, they didn't got it in before. Like you, you can miss me with that. I know it's more than that's your brother, that's your best friend, or that's your cousin. Like, let me see the documents. I need to see proof that that's really somebody of that's in, that's in your on your bloodline or whatever you know. But I really think it's, it's possible. But I mean, like we talked about, you know, off the air. I mean, it's 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 a trust thing. And the minute you get to the point where you can't. You can't trust somebody just because they're talking to so-and-so then. I mean, that, that's an issue in itself. Do you give up or do you continue? I look at it like this. I can see approval for new friends, but friends that, that's been there before you started dating this person, it's kind of like I'm going to need you to sit me down and explain to me why mm-hmm. you truly don't want this person in my life. And if you bring up valid reasons, I can understand. Like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'll, I will say... All right, yeah, I'll tell this person, you know, hey, I can't communicate with you like like we used to because you know my girl is uncomfortable because my girl is gonna take priority. Like even even with 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 guys, like when one of us gets in a new relationship, he goes ghost. Like you don't see him, you don't hear from him. And it's like, oh yeah, that that boy in a relationship, whatever you know, trying to make it work. Yeah, you trying to make it work, and and we understand that. So whenever he comes back, we're not giving him a hard time. Like, oh yeah, you you went ghost on us when you got your girl. Now you want to come back and hold. I mean, we'll do it jokingly, but it's not okay. I'm I'm really gonna hold you to that since you 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 don't mess with us no more because you know you you was doing doing relationship stuff. That, gotta, that's a you price gotta, you pay. You, you have to to switch up to an extent when you when you have a significant other. But the thing about it is, you know deep down in your heart, if that was a a, a buddy. Or uh, or just if or if it's just a genuine friend that you probably put in the friend zone, you know. So if you continue to have a relationship with somebody that you used to have sex with, and you and you're not telling your significant other, then that's fine. 
Yeah, and that's a problem. That's, that's definitely a problem. That women have, on, and women have, and men have. Like we don't know because I'm not going to just sit here and act like I'm cool with all the guys that my girl talks to. You know, it's it's, it's I'm, I'm not most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt based on the fact that I mean, you still talking to him. You respect me. You respect our relationship. So I'm gonna assume that when it comes to the whole uh, ideal of being respectful, that you wouldn't talk to somebody that you had sex with while you're talking to me. Because at the end of the day, we all know how pivotal sex is in a relationship. Absolutely. So if you're dealing with somebody that used to put it on you hard, and then all of a sudden you admit it's like, <laughs> how, how does that balance like, oh man, this, this, I'm dealing with this nigga, he used to, he, he used to you know, hit me up all the time. Mm-hmm. But I got a boyfriend now, I gotta, you know, I gotta uh, act respectful. Like, if you acting, you know, cut them off. You know, it's, it really isn't hard to cut people off. If they don't really serve any value to your life and you're really trying to move on to something more that's more important that's actually benefiting you, then I don't really see the problem. I don't really know how to convince somebody that, okay, that this, because this is how it goes. Uh, I'm, 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 ch- I'm chilling, you know, one day. I got, I got friends that look like Tyre Banks, Lauren London, you know, Kim Kardashian. I got a bunch of beautiful friends. Then all of a sudden, I come across um, Nia Long, and we start dating or whatever. Nia Long, if she feels insecure with the fact that I've got friends that look like that, then that's an issue in itself. So what do I do? And I think a lot of guys come come across that that issue. And so how to work that? I don't know. Is it workable? Yeah, because don't get the girls to to try to do it for you. I can no. say that, but no. but you're gonna have to work something out to where it just it, it makes sense. I I personally think when it comes to competition, I think some girls that I know they they take it on with no problem. But then some girls are like they don't want to compete because they, they they know it's a good chance they might lose. Like, they like, man, I don't want to compete. I don't look as good as her. I mean, females be knowing. They be they know when somebody like you. You see women all the time on social media complimenting other women or sweating other women for for looking great. So you yeah. re- you rarely hear guys compliment other guys. You, you, you not, rarely. You we we got that whole oh, machismo masculinity <laughs> thing. That, that, that guy's all right. I mean, he he ain't all that, but he I mean, he all right. <laughs> we gotta figure. I mean, what's the definition of friends, though? I mean, if 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 my girlfriend has a friend and he's a true friend, then I have to trust my girlfriend's judgment towards that person to give her some space, you know, in her personal life. To I have to trust her to make moves, and those moves not jeopardize my relationship mm-hmm. because things they can just correlate so fascinating in a relationship. If I don't trust her with a friend, then I may not trust a one of the homegirls. And then all of a sudden, now I don't trust my girl at all. You really have to be careful in that situation. Like, is that guy, for, for example, if your girlfriend has a guy friend, is he really her friend? He might have an ulterior motive. If it, it, well, then he's not a true friend if he knows she has a boyfriend. I mean, I, so, I, was, looking at, I was looking at stuff on uh, statusbrain.com because I'm always trying to look at stats and trying to get the facts. I never really know the control groups, like how big they're really... Uh, measuring people, but based off the stats, if you're saying what's a friend, my thing is if you're looking at like what's a friend, I think a friend is somebody that you can go to and you know talk to them about deep stuff and somebody you have an emotional attachment with. But based off of some of the stuff that I saw, you're technically cheating if you're going outside of your relationship to um, to get emotional support from anybody other than your significant other, which is crazy. But even on the uh, on the website, it was like. 
57% of men do it and 54% of women do it in a relationship. So that's over half of the women in a relationship. And I don't know how big the control group, but everybody, pretty much a lot of people do it. Because if you look at the stats and you look at the percentage of if Tom Brady goes into a Super Bowl, what's the percentage of, what's the chance of him winning? <laughs> and the chance of him winning 66%, that's a big, that's a, that's a huge percentage. So if you know you're in a relationship, you got to kind of take on that percentage. Like, dang, it's about a 55% chance that my girl is going to somebody else for emotional support. And that is technically considered. I don't, I don't believe that. Oh, I, I understand that. I mean, but yeah. that's, it's, it's, it's all to the point where it's like, like you said, what's a friend? Right. Well, I know for a fact I feel a certain way because I have girlfriends out there to where I've never tried anything. I never will try anything. So, like, let's say they get into a relationship. I know their boyfriends have nothing to worry about with me. Of course, their boyfriends don't know that. Yeah, the, the guy but, doesn't know that. I mean, she can preach all day. Trust me, he, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He won't do anything. And we know that. I mean, it's just some people have insecurities, male or female. I mean, bottom line, I, my girlfriend knows I have girlfriends out there and she's met them before so i bring them around now if it's, it's a different situation if you always tell me about oh you know jake me and jake gonna go here me and jake and you never met jake i don't care jake gay <laughs> i think it's like you, you have, have you definitely have to meet him you, you have definitely to meet have to meet him, him. But you have to you know you have to meet him and when my girlfriend when she met when she met my girlfriends she was like okay i, I like him i mean you're gonna have a different perception and then that's how you gain trust you can't just trust somebody from afar you don't know you never met you know them from throwing a dime. Yeah, you don't, you don't know them. Like if, if your girl came home and said, "Hey, hey, babe, next Friday I'm going to go out with um with Larry." That's pretty common. You know, <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> I'm going to go out with Larry. But you, as as a relationship, it's not being a controlling boyfriend. You have to know, like you know, that's your girlfriend. You care about her, right? So you have to know who she's going out with. Yeah, because yeah. I've been I've been laughing at some of the stuff I see on, on like Instagram. It'd be like, I know I seen this one dude. He posted something about. His girl was like somewhere, and she was grinding on dudes. And it was like you at home looking like a simp because you let your girlfriend go out. And it, 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 it's just like, but, then, then, but come on, that, that's the thing though. As adults, we I don't have time to sit up here and worry about that. I'm in a relationship with my girlfriend because at this point in my life, I chose my girlfriend for different reasons, and one of the different reasons is I can trust her. So I'm not going to be in a relationship with with a, with a girl who I even think is going to go out and grind on. So so basically so basically you you know what kind of woman you got you know what kind of partner you got you know your partner you know if your partner gonna go out there and pick something up you need to be in a knowing or not though knowing or not you don't have time people gonna do what they want to do only thing you're gonna do is trust if she messed that up and you catch her if he messed it up and you catch him then you deal with it but life is too short you can't just sit up here and think about hmm is my girlfriend is my boyfriend cheating on me I don't care bro I don't have time for it I'd be like man like. I'm not finna sweat that like put it like this. If I feel like you're lying and I get that vibe or the energy that you're lying, yeah, I'm gonna be like, oh well, something ain't right. right. But for the most part, man, go out and do what you wanna do. Go out wherever you wanna go out to. I'm not finna hawk you down because right. one, I believe in karma. When I go out, I don't want you to do it to me. Like I feel like I don't want you to go out and do whatever you want to do. I want as long as it's you know not jeopardizing our relationship, go out and do what you ever want to do, whatever you want to do. I mean, what as a as a as a woman in a relationship, if I'm if I'm saying Yes, go ahead, go out. You are. I don't have control over you. Right. I'm allowing you to go out, and I'm hoping that when I go out, you allow me to go out with the same freedom and comfort right. that I'm allowing yeah. you to go out. And if it is with some some guys that I don't know, and you feel like I can trust these guys, you can trust these guys. I feel like you're that you're that uh that branch of me that yeah. You're when it's all said now, when you go out, you represent me. So I'm not honestly person. I don't. That's why we most most guys 
as they get close to their 30s, they get older. They ain't trying to, you know, mess with no chick that's like represents herself as a as a as your everyday run of the mill whore, thought, whatever you want to call it. So if I'm dating a respectable woman, a, a, a woman that rep- represents herself well, she represents me well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna feel like I ain't got nothing to work well, on. Hold on, but now if if now you're right, I agree with you on that. So but if, if she just want to go out with three or four different guys, then you no, gotta no, take, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm saying just adding on to your question. Yeah. You know, it's different scenarios. If your girlfriend has a friend and you believe that they're genuine friends, it's like, hey, I'm going to go catch brunch with so-and-so. All right, you know what I'm saying? Do what you do. If, after you meet them, for the most part, because I don't care who you are. I mean, human nature is going to, you know, you're going to have some things going on in your mind. But like now, if you got a girlfriend every week, she's saying she's going out with a guy. Come on now. If you got a girlfriend that say, "Oh, I'm gonna go out with just these guys and just three or four guys," and we're going to a bar, I'm like, "No, I hold know on. dudes that deal with that. Well, I, I, I need the I girl to got population well, to be fine, in favor of women. I'm not one of those dudes though, so I, I don't want my girl more, to be one of those girls. I think it's more common in this day and age. I mean, you have so many girls that be like, "I'd rather hang out with guys because they less it's less drama." Blah blah blah. I'm like, I kind of feel like this BS because I'm like. You can find some women out there that are only they have the same mindset as you. You can go and find those girls that like to hang out with you guys because there's no drama and hang out with those girls. Maybe they should girls. change their mindset exactly. because some of the girls and some men, the reason why they don't want to hang around each other is because they're in competition with one another. So Sweet. maybe, yeah, so maybe true. you don't want your girl if she is not in the right mind frame to hang out with girls in the mind frame. So you need to just get get around some people that's positive. And and if I if I get good vibes, let's say I meet one of my I do know one of my girlfriends uh, guy friends. I get good vibes from him. I never had a problem with him, you know? But if I did have a problem with him, then I'm going to deal with that problem. I'm not going to go through life saying, oh, this could be a problem. So now, if it's a situation where she wants to continue to go out with guys, then that's a whole different ballgame. If it's a guy that she's been talking to or been knowing and been friends for three or four years before she met me, I can't ask her to, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. With me, like most of the situations I've been in, the guy friends never come around, and it pretty much proves my point. I know that even, I mean, if it does. It's like it's like y'all don't come around because y'all y'all know that y'all was trying to smash the chick I'm dating right now, and it is what it is. But y'all never gonna come come to me. Or maybe maybe they're just intimidated by you. Yeah, or that too. But we we all know that if a dude is like you know, let me meet your boyfriend, you know, blah blah. He may be doing it on some condescending ish, or he might be doing it because you know, hey man, don't worry, I got your back, you know, type stuff. But most of the time, especially dealing with these young dudes, it's like around 24, 25. I know I can't trust them. So for the most part, I keep my distance, and I, I would hope that the girl I'm dealing with at the time will keep her distance because I'm, I know as much as she know. Like I was 24 before, yeah, I was 25 before, so yeah. ain't nothing you can tell me. To be honest with you, I would say it's probably like 25 percent of dudes acting that you probably really can trust with your girl. Just being real. I mean, condescending or not, and you're you're correct. Condescending or not, I mean that's your chick, and you and if you feel like your chick is worth it, I mean they could be condescending all day, but guess what? You going home with her. Yeah, yeah, not. absolutely. Yeah, but, absolutely. But in that situation, I really feel like I'm putting it in the girl's hand or the woman's hand to to check the dude. I don't care if I go out to a, a bar with a chick with a with a with a, with a female and a, and a guy. I I mess with uh, women when I go out and it be it be guys looking and then she would purposely get their attention so we both could get free drinks. But that wasn't a girl I was dating though. Yeah, so it was all fun and games. Now if I was dating a girl and that happened, it'd be a problem. You know, I'm like, I'm not down for all that. You know, just like I'm whoring you out or something. Yeah. Like, but in that situation, if we just friends, then we gonna be out vibing like friends. Yeah, dudes get us drinks all day. You could get find more dude friends. 
to, to make my life even easier. <laughs> but when it's all said, man, I mean, like you said, who you going home with? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just so to, so to answer your question, is I believe, yes, but it's the irony, it's boundaries. <laughs> it's, <laughs> there, there are there are boundaries, boundaries to this. In, yeah. in, in relationship, there's boundaries. That's bottom line. Like if my if my if my girlfriend said no, you can't have any any girlfriends, then I would think like why not? And 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 there is no answer in the world she can tell me to not point back to her insecurities. Of, of why? Why should I eliminate every female in my and life? That, that brings up like you know, you know in conclusion, and to answer your question, that pretty much is, that's going to bring insecurities. Like I said, depending on who the women are. If it's, if it's new though, if it, I think that brings the insecurities to a stronger level. If it's new, if she just come home, you guys been dating for a year. Hey, babe, you know, this. Sasha, Sasha just hit me up not too long ago. <laughs> I mean, just tell a new, I'm like, hold on, who is this guy? Then that will take your insecurity level. Oh, yeah, yeah. But if it's somebody like, you've been, you, you're getting to know your girl, right? And and she's telling you about this guy for the most part as adults. You know what I mean? It's, it's 21, 20. I'm like, you know, who is this guy? Yeah. But you know, as adults, it's like, okay, maybe, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I, my coworkers, I never tried anything. Like, it's it's all like love. It's all professionalism. We go, we might go out, you know, to like have some lunch or something like that. And I have to allow my girl to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you, you can. I'm glad, I did, I'm glad I'm in the blue collar environment. I mean, it's sad to say that I'm around mostly dudes, and I think in my situation it's easier for my for my chick to uh, to trust me. But if, to turn the tables around, she, y'all like, like y'all y'all yeah I work I work with a lot of and y'all women. Are looking at women that are attractive, they dressed up, and she's the same way. She's around men, she's around women. So I think in the white collar environment, it is white collar, right? Yeah. In yeah. a white collar environment, I think it's easier to be in a situation where you're like, dang. You know this dude like you. He all up in your uh, your office. He all up in your space. But well, my dude's not here, so it's okay. I, that happens sometimes too. And then they'll try to claim those as friends. So once I, I think really, you gotta check. You gotta check, dude. You gotta check. You gotta check the person you with. You got as a female, you gotta check other females. And as a dude, you gotta check other dudes because in this day and age, some people just too too naive to do it. Well, okay. And this one, this is when this comes. I, if I feel that whoever I'm dating is naive, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to him about it. Like, hey, maybe you missed this. Maybe you misinterpreted this. Like, maybe this guy doesn't just want to be your friend. You know, because as a guy, we kind of know. You know, what I'm saying like, what's what's really going down with this dude? We know, as guys, we know what guys are going to do. Yeah, exactly. So then that's our job to step in. Just like girls, they can see when other girls are not our genuine friends. It's like, nah, I think that. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, it's I mean it's give it t- it's give a take, but it comes down to do you trust your significant other? Mm-hmm. And if you trust her, you give her the benefit of the doubt until or trust her or him. You give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove you uh, prove you wrong. And there you have it: the rules and regulations of having friends of the opposite sex. What's up next? <sighs> Should we get into sports? Is there anything else you want to? I mean, we we can talk sports. I have nothing against sports. I mean, it's, to me, in all honesty. I think it's more going on. Put it like this: it's more going. It's a lot going on in the music world this week. Yeah, had, oh, had, let's talk about it. You just had Beyonce drop. You just had Drake drop. And even though I haven't listened to both albums in full, the first the first thing I'm not going to. I'm be honest with you. I mean, I hear them from time to time, and I know they they both good artists. Like they they put out good music, 
But when it's all said and done, man, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real, just generalize, generalize this whole generation, man. They, it got to a point where music is so easily pushed into the ears of people because they're dumb. Like <laughs> people do not care about quality of music no more. They get something they want to hear, and they're just like, oh, it's cool. Because I mean, honestly, I don't know what Beyonce's album is about outside of she cheated on me, uh, she got cheated on by Jay Z, and. With that being said, I'm just like, why is that? I'm I'm 100 sure her whole album is not like Usher's confession. I I know it's not. And so far with Drake's album, it's like I'm I'm hearing the same thing. I'm from Toronto. Uh, I made it far than you thought I was gonna make it. Uh, I'm, I'm I get love in Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. It's the same old same old. But it's the build up and the marketing that's getting these these uh these sales up. And nobody's really paying attention to the fact that. Nobody's buying albums no more. These things are forced downloads. These these title and Apple, they're they're buying albums themselves and pretty much forcing them into our into our devices. So if you really want to be real, I think if these artists really had to go off skill set and talent and actually had to sell the records based off of that, I don't think they'd be selling as many records. Let me come. Let me let me. I agree with a lot of the stuff you said. Let me come to Beyonce's rescue first. She she is implementing something new. Drake, yeah, he's talking about the Toronto stuff. I, I've listened to one song on the album, and I can hardly tell where he's going. Mm-hmm. I'm just, it is what it is. But Beyonce, she's changed. I was telling my girl, I said, she has changed. Mm-hmm. Because Beyonce came out, you know, she was all innocent. And she might show you a little bad girl. There. But now Beyonce is like, you know what? School the world. I'm going to be me. I'm not going to. I'm not going to subdue to this image that you guys want me to, you know, like stay under. But it's contradicted too, though, because I be seeing Beyonce out there dressed like a whore at times too, and they don't say nothing. Sex sells. And then when Kim Kardashian does it, it's a problem. I know Kim Kardashian not talented, but <laughs> <laughs> just, oh wait, she I'm got some saying, talent. She saying, got some talent. I'm just saying, she uh, got some Beyonce talent. Beyonce does have a daughter, and I don't never hear nobody saying, "Oh, I don't see nobody running to her page." Oh, you got a daughter, you can't wait, be dressed on, like that. I see Beyonce Kim, ass hanging out a lot. Kim, Kim, but you've never seen a Beyonce. Sex tape. That, that's a I never seen an Amber Rose sex tape either. They bashed her like a mother. I, I think it is a huge difference because people. Is a stripper though. But I'm saying, well, they give Beyonce a pass on live. Because she's she's one of the she's one of the greatest entertainers that's of all time. That, and that's what to me what makes the listeners in this generation not all that smart because they're always it's double standard. Once again, you can't you can't uh, demonize somebody for something and then you don't demonize. But she's not doing what Kim Kardashian so does. She's not doing what Kim. Kim Kardashian, we know Kim her Kardashian for still part. does naked spreads. Yeah, understandable. We but know her, her but she is a model. That is that is her profession. But yeah. They're putting they put Kim Kardashian. What model agency pays Kim Kardashian besides like who pays her? I mean, she, she did she did Paper it. Magazine. She, she did. did I'm um, talking about it. I mean, Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna does it. Rihanna gets a, a fair share of the bashing too for yeah. being a bad girl and and the, but Beyonce does not get that. She's just Queen Bay. She's. She has the bay hive, and for the well, record, she's, she's catching. Right? Hold on, for the record, <laughs> if you are over eighteen years old and you are in the bay hive, and you're literally following this woman, you you're sick. <laughs> and I don't care what you say about me. But there's no reason, this got real serious. All there's no reason for a woman to be talking about that's my queen, and I, I'm gonna follow her. Like, listen, she she has one child. She worth five hundred million. She she doesn't relate to you. I don't care if she gets cheated on and beat up. She can't relate to you. She's set for life. She has a whole island. Do you understand? That? <laughs> Come on, man. Like I be when I see people talking and 
talking about she's slain and she knocked my wig off. I'm like, shut up. But shut let, me, up. let me let me let me let me break this down. Just so you know, people can understand. Yeah, the average female cannot be Beyonce. And they cannot she relate. Is. And you cannot relate to her life. But you have to, you know, compare that to us when we were 10, 11. Wanting to be like Mike. We knew we yeah. weren't going to be Mike. You can go into a studio and sing a million songs. You would never be Beyonce. You can go dance for three, four hours a day. You probably, you can get good at dancing, you know what I mean? But you probably would never be Beyonce. She was one of the chosen few. But, I mean, it's the same thing. We couldn't be Mike. You just pulled up. Oh, I see what you're saying as far as being like youngsters. But there's a there's a there's an age limit on, on it has there's not an age limit. And that's on what makes some of these women sick. They need help. That's the, I look I look I look at it like this. You can't relate to Beyonce, but you can relate to her story. The story that she told on this album, you can relate to. Like J.K. Rowling, you can relate to her Harry Potter story. You can relate. Like I, I look at it like I can relate to to J. Cole when he talked about these struggles of going to college and having and having to, to pay Sally Mae and, and having you, to, but, to handle this debt. I can yeah. I can see but that. You don't say, man. You got to look. I'm not trying. I'm to sorry. Say, she I'm was not your trying. Surfboard to, listen, yeah, you listen, listen. I understand that. I'm not really trying to like you know take up 100 percent for Beyonce, but what I'm saying is. She's so good, and you got she's so good at what she does. You oh yeah, the album is solid. Her the album before, is solid. Before you, you can't even put her and Kim Kardashian in the same sentence because this lady has worked her butt off for how many years she's with. I don't know how old she is, but I know she's been a gangster since she was sixteen. Yeah, So I'm I'm thirty now. I know I was like eleven. I think she, I, I think she's, she's thirty. And 31. she has never fell off. Understandable. She's never fell but, off. But I still think it's 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 come a point in her career where it's more marketing. The skill now. I think she's really just performing and, and good marketing. That's it. But her her music is is like her music is still her, her music is still fine. Rough. But it's not. It ain't, it ain't timeless. She ain't putting out timeless but, records. But now. Who, who's doing timeless records right now? Not many. Is that not, not, not many? Who's the hottest rapper? Not the best rapper. Like who's been the hottest rapper the past year besides Drake? It's Future. Yep. So somebody that's the world is, doesn't speak any English. <laughs> no English so whatsoever. The world, the, the world is changing. The world is changing. Stupider. Well, I mean, you, you, can say, you can say, but the world is actually changing, and like you can say, I see why you're saying that, but the world is changing. We can go back to we can so, go back to the '60s. We can go back to the '60s. You was watching the Netflix the '60s, right? Have y'all seen the Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll? I haven't seen that. Okay, on the, you seen the Sex, yeah. Drugs, and Rock and Roll? If you listen to the the right now, we it's like the '60s right now with the racism and all that. Talking stuff. about the art. Yeah, if you listening to how the music start transitioning and all the hippies and all the good stuff. That was good quality music, good timeless music. Now you come, you fast forward to 2016, where the uh, the generation is damn near similar to what was going on then. Everybody wants to be uh, free sexually. Everybody's running around uh, trying to be artists, but the art they're following is literally stupid. But the world—that's what I'm saying. Right? The it's, world is changing. Yeah, it's I, changing. and it's changing so, for the not the good either. I see. I, but then I again, see it, it probably was old hip, old guys back then that was like, "Oh, these kids are these dumb music." I don't really believe it. In my opinion, but, the, the music was way better when, when, you're, when you're talking yeah, about the 60s, 70s, 80s. Music was way better. So, But what I'm saying is, Beyonce is smart because she understands. She's very smart. Beyonce She's very smart. smart. Her marketing team. The marketing, but she, picked, yeah. she had to be smart for picking a marketing team. So what I'm saying is, you either going to give the people what they want to hear. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. I understand maybe four words in a Rihanna one song. <laughs> and that's work, 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 work. Work, 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 work. <laughs> that's crazy. That's it. That's it. So, 
but that's just where the music is going. And for Drake, I'm not even going. Drake is Drake. Look, I, I look at it. Drake, I look at. Drake, I look at. I look, at, I look at it this way. Drake. Beyonce's album, let's say it's 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 about Jay Z cheating on her. A lot yeah. of women out there are relating to being cheated on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are, yeah. And a lot of them are relating to going back to that man as well. Some of them moved on. Some of some of them went back. And I don't like that either. That that is personal preference. Personal preference. But I look at it. This is art, like we've been saying. You don't know what's going on in Jay Z and Beyonce's relationship. And and okay, before I get too deep in this, I gotta let the people listening know that I am an official Jay Z stan. So even if he still, <laughs> even if he is so wrong and he did have it, look, look, look! You have you you have your casual listener, you have your fan, and then you have a stand. You stand. I'm the stand. So even if Jay Z did do all this stuff, if he told me he didn't do it, then that's the gospel to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna go to bat for wow. it. But but at the same time, this is an art. Beyonce had a song called Bills, Bills, Bills. You think when Bills, Bills, Bills came out, she needed somebody to pay her Bills, Bills, Bills? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So it, it, this is what you're, you're, you're doing this as entertainment. You're telling a story. So there's a chance. There's a chance this did happen. I'm not going to take that away from her. But there's a chance she's telling a story. Also, something important. Before we got into this conversation, the beginning of it, I said, I don't plan on listening to the, the Lemonade. That's the name of the album, correct? Yeah, Lemonade. And Views. But somehow, some way, we we've been talking about ten minutes about Lemonade, and I haven't even heard the album in its entirety. My girl, she turned it on at the house. I watched a video. I seen Serena on there. No comment on that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I mean, look, we're discussing it. So she has to be smart. I haven't even heard the album, and I'm like, but I know the world is talking about it. I can sit up here and tell another girl like, yeah, to be honest, I'm crazy. I heard she was talking about this. I heard she was talking about that. And that's that. That's my thing. You went from merely talking about something to actually giving something that was like that was really worth talking about. That's just my thing. I really to be honest, I mean, we had confessions. Yeah. That's my thing. Whoa. We had confessions. Whoa, we did and, have confessions. And when it's all I've had we've had plenty of cheating albums. Yeah. So all I'm saying is she's delivering something to a, a younger and dumber audience and it's it, it works. And I salute her for it. But I'm just pointing out the obvious. Well, to, to me, I, I don't, I'm pretty sure the, the album is, is, is fine. I'm just saying, I mean. Is it her fault the audience is dumb enough? Oh, no. no. Now, Jay-Z, he, her husband taught her that. Don't I dumbed down for my audience to double her my husband, dollars. That's, that's they criticized me for so they all yell she, hollow. She was, when she, uh, when she did, uh, was it B-Day? I want to say when she did B-Day, she was like on a break actually starting to get to the point where it wasn't really pop because she was really just putting out music that was like good, like. Single ladies, timeless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Single ladies, timeless. So when it's all said and done, she was getting somewhere with that. But I honestly, her last two albums, I don't think she's putting out timeless music no more. That's just that's just me. I feel like single ladies. I mean, and that was I want to say I five, think, six years. I think, ago. I think, and like not, I'm not a soft guy, but <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. When I hear flawless, I'm like, okay, it's a nice rhyme to a rhyme. Skin. The beat's nice. She was on to something there. That was off the Beyonce she album. Couldn't, she couldn't deliver that type of album today. She just, that was on the Beyonce no, album. Saying, that was last year. That was last year. She, she could deliver that type of album today. Like, she's starting to dumb it down even more. That's what I'm saying. Like, 
Out of and she's also getting back to her roots. What else do you know on Florida? Drive a roll up. <laughs> what did she say? Partition. The partition. partition. Rocket. So you're, are you, so you're saying Florida say say hold up hold up. She I mean, had a track. Thomas? She had a track on there called XO that made that I had to sing with my eyes closed. That song was so goddamn good. Was like love me like XO. Love, love me like X. Boy, that shit, bro. <laughs> Y'all can judge me how you want to. That, that shit jam. That shit jam. It was Beyonce. It was self-titled. Oh, okay, okay. So, what was the album before that? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Because I know she had put out some uh, record of the Bow Down. Was Bow Down on it? I, mm, I don't, I don't remember what, that which album that was. They swept that under the rug. So, I, this is my thing. I, I really feel like... You said she's dumbing it down even yeah, more. Yeah, because if, if... I mean, if y'all say those, those records are cool, I mean, yeah, they, they're playable on the radio, but I still think when it comes to her biggest records, I don't think, I don't think those are going to overshadow Halo... Single ladies, uh, to the left, to the left. It's just not gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. Times have changed. Yeah, could she do it? Could somebody write a song for Beyonce? Because you gotta understand something. Beyonce is a great singer. She's an okay songwriter, but she's a better singer. So you have to really. She's going to these um, songwriters and asking them, "What what what can you produce for me? What can you write for me?" So you really have to ask that question. Can somebody out there write a good enough song for Beyonce? I think yes, because she can sing a tell off. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I listened to the Lemonade album. I listened to Views. Then I listened to Views again. And then I went back to Lemonade. If I'm comparing the two, I think Lemonade is the better album. Mm-hmm. But I also think that they, they were targeting two different audiences. So I really can't compare them. With Views, like, this is just my personal preference. I wanted Drake to come and give me at least one or two songs where he was just spitting fire. He wasn't spitting on the album? He was, like, like. Let's, the only one I've heard so far is Views was. I mean, I've heard a couple of tracks, but the hardest track as far as bar wise was was views. Like, and it's not even that hard. Like, 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 I need like let's 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 what, what do you have? Um, thank me later when he did that that light up and that miss me. Like, I I, I, I like those tracks. Um, take up. take care when he did the 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 H Y F R. The Lord knows. Yeah. Um, nothing was the same. That 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 opening that Tuscan leather. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like those hard. He didn't he didn't give me one of those. And I, I, I feel like I feel like the male audience can still relate to the album, but it's kind of more on the mellow. I could listen to this as I fall asleep. But you know, oh, I haven't I haven't heard a track yet that I need to revisit on that album. And, and another thing like is, yeah, I kind of agree with you on, on the audience, but only to a certain extent. I ain't gonna call them dumb. I'm gonna call them gassers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hype I mean, man. I swear Hype all, man. I swear all. I swear all. Drake's fans work for Exxon. All they do is gas. I'm like, dude, like, you ain't you heard two songs and yeah, oh, it's a classic. It's, it's, it's the classic. classic. It's nah because he says it's an instant classic on the album. He's these artists are they're telling you what to think. That's yeah, all but, I'm saying. But 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 you're choosing to think that way. Uh, not me. Exactly. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. But you 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 may not be who Drake's targeting. But he's he still, not target but he's still, <laughs> but he's still putting it out for you to hear, though. Yeah, of course I had a so, choice. But, but you have a choice to, to critique it in your way, oh, and not with this. Like I said, their music. music isn't bad. No, I'm just saying, let's just be serious here, and let's. She doesn't care about her thirty and older audience no more. That's who she used to target. Now, as as a woman that's over thirty, she's targeting twenty one and twenty two year old girls now. They, who who they, aren't buying music. Who's buying? Nobody's They're, buying music. Yeah, nobody's buying music. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's men, buying music. Men or women, have you ever seen, I'm not saying Beyonce's doing this, man or woman, have you ever seen an older person get, you know, towards the age 40 and they start reverting back? 
like thinking that they're younger. This now. generation, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like you see, you ever seen well, whatever like midlife crisis? You ever seen me? You ever seen like grand, grandma's a grandpa? You ever seen a grandpa out there with a, with a snapback on? It's not it's not as much. Nah, it's 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 not. I've been to older clubs now. Man, they will they refuse to play music that's came out in the last five years. No, no, no. I mean that's an older club. I mean I'm talking about you seen older guys in younger clubs. Midlife crisis. Yes. Yeah, of course. But I'm not saying she's going through that. But I'm just saying before we say, oh, she doesn't care about the audience anymore. Maybe this is this is where she is. She is in her mind. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. And, And the thing is, she's making catchy music, and maybe this is what she's always wanted to do. Yeah, she didn't have a chance to do that, you know, when she was under her dad. But you, do you know the uh, do you know the highlight of her album, the, the the bars on her album that have got her, you know, like a lot of notoriety? I heard like she took some not not the Soldier Boy stuff, right? No, I heard like Soldier Boy had like one of his old beats on there or something. She it's gave the credit. Becky with the good hair. Oh, Becky. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody knows who uh, Becky is. I mean, no, you may not know who Becky is, but people were talking about Becky, right? Yeah, that's and, a smart marketing. But no, no. But what one thing I can say is. Now, I guess I have to defend her in this, right? Because if you, I, I heard Freedom with Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm, and if yeah. you hear the the, uh, the, uh, the content and formation, so to a degree, I think Becky with the good hair, I think she, Beyonce is going through a phase in her life where she's probably doing the same thing I'm doing. Like, you're doing a lot of research on history, and you're starting to learn stuff. So whether Becky with the good hair is real, Becky with the good hair is, is metaphorically real regardless because if you go back, in time, like, and I ain't, I ain't trying to bore nobody with history, but listen, I think Beyonce woke, and I think she's trying to let people know that I'm pointing out Becky with the good hair because Becky with the good hair is what damaged black people from the beginning. Because in the 1700s, we had when uh, when when, uh, when the slaves first came over here, we had um, what was called the Tignon Laws, and the Tignon Laws were put in place because when the slaves came over here. And the white man basically started raping the black women and creating mulattoes. And this happened a lot in Louisiana. When they started creating, creating the mulattoes, the mulattoes would get older and technically, not knowing, not knowing, they would kind of compete with the uh, with the French women, the Creole women, and the and the white women. And it got to the point where you really couldn't tell them apart unless you looked at their hair. Mm-hmm. So when so when uh, they, they got these scarves called tiaras. Or, or tignons, and they would force them to put these uh, tignons all on, so they would basically be identifiers of. Okay, that's a that's a that's a uh, what they would call a, a passe blanc is a capacitor white. That's what they call them in New Orleans, and they still exist in New Orleans today. Because mm-hmm. when I was out there in New Orleans, I'm talking about uh, you'll catch a, a white chick walk up on you, talking to you, talk about with talk. She'll sound like baby. About her, like, man, respect like, it, man. Like, and you'll be like, you'll be like, hey, like, what are you? She'll be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Creole, but you'll be kind of lost in the fact that she looks so European, yeah. So, the point is, I think Beyonce has gotten to the point where she's probably starting to see this a lot, and not to not to point out anything that could be obvious, she may not really like Kanye and Kim Kardashian's relationship because. The more the more awake you become, and I, you know, I'm not against interrelation relationships, but the more awake you become, you kind of look at interrelation relationships, and somebody in Beyonce's uh, position, she might kind of look down on them. So, and I've seen Rachel Roy. Rachel Roy is a black woman, and, and some people think Rachel Roy is white. No, she's just a mulatto woman. And if you really, and some people think Rachel Roy is Rachel Ray. <laughs> 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 They're like. 
but goes back to the audience. Yeah, you know. exactly. You know. But if you were to take uh, Rachel Roy <laughs> and Beyonce and, and put them side by side, depending on who the slave master was, because once again, it all comes down to who the slave master let in the house. Yeah. The slave master gonna let the one that looks more like them in the house, the more they feel more comfortable around. Because it's a documentary on YouTube. It's called 400 Years Without a Comb. And it pretty much breaks it down, but it starts from the 1800s. And they, they talk about, they pretty much talk about how disgusted white men were with the black man or the black woman's hair, but they still want to have sex with the black woman. They, they wanted her to cover up her hair. And one of the most known uh, mammies to uh, take on that image was Angel Mama. Mm-hmm. If you look at Angel Mama, she has a T on, on on her original, and that's why she had it on because she was a mammy that embraced it. She had everything, basically, if you look at Southern food, it comes from mammy. Yeah. Southern, the biscuits, the, the chicken and water, that's all that, that, that good soul but, food but stuff. Why, mammy, why you up in my house cooking all this good food? Cover up your nappy head. That's what it all came down to. And the self, and, and we were talking off air one time, you were saying that the, the, the self-hate and, the, and the, the way black people care themselves started in the 60s and the 30s. Nah, man, it started in the 1700s, 1800s. Man, you got to realize how the self-esteem of black men was lowered based on the fact they couldn't even protect their own women. If you have, you seen 12 Years a Slave? No, no. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm over slave movies. No, I'm, yeah, I'm really over too, slave too, movies. Way too, over To keep myself kind of angry, but at the same time... <laughs> to, keep, to keep myself angry? <laughs> I, I need to stay bad. I got to stay bad. <laughs> but to keep myself aware, I just I see the visual David Banner. Uh, and he was, I think it was, uh, what's her name? Napita? Napita? Oh, Napita Nuon? She, she, uh... I might have just made her last name. Yeah. It sounded good. Though. Well, Michael Fassbender, he was a slave owner in that movie, Magneto. He was a slave owner in that movie. And he, 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 he took her. Well, did he take her? Well, he took, he took David Banner's wife. Mm-hmm. And he took David Banner's wife. He raped her. And then, and you knew. And then David Banner, as a man, you know, he was insulted. He kind of looked at his wife like, why you ain't stopping? And, you know, she looked at him like, what am I supposed to do? So he's like, you know, with his pride, his son's watching. And his son is aware, like, that dude just, you know, knocked my mama up, you know? And then he walk up to him like, you know, man, you know, you just raped my wife. He pull out a gun and shoot. Yeah. You know, so that's where black people, that's where black men come from. Black men come from, from that. The minute they came to America, they were, they were technically, they were, they were useful. But when it came down to the white man, I mean, the white man, once you, once you got to a certain age where he needs you no more, I ain't having sex with you. So you're useless to me. At least I can have sex with your woman. So when it was all said, and done, it's the truth, it is the truth. It's, it's the, the truth, truth, though. And I hate to say this, but if you really think about European culture, man, European culture never really was. Well, I'm not gonna say never, but it's if you look at European culture in a whole, they kind of like the fact that they can have multiple women. In the back of the days, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. If you look at royalty and all that, if you go and I'm, I'm saying facts now, if you look at if you look at how when they was over there. Put it like this: We wouldn't have mulattoes if if the if, if the white slave master didn't cheat. Bottom line: The first yep. African American, the first African American uh, born was a mulatto. It wasn't it wasn't somebody. It wasn't two slaves. And it, and then the crazy part about it is, when it was two slaves that ended up having a baby, that baby was born into captivity. So that baby was even more damaged because all he knew was captivity and slavery. So that's the mindset that is rooted in a lot of our ancestors. So I kind of just I look at people nowadays, and I mean, I'd be sad for them. Like you look at, like, man, why, why these cats act like that? Man, it's it's all it's all mental slavery. It's been embedded in them for, for over four hundred years. 
but to bring this back to the essence of the conversation, name me classic albums that have, that have happened in let's let's say from two thousand to two thousand sixteen. That's a sixteen year span. Classic albums. Blueprint two. Blueprint two. Or Blueprint one. Both of them. Hold on. Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. He had the Love Below. He had B. He had the Cool. Blueprint. He had Marshall Mathers LP. He had him and them show. And so. Get rich about trying. Okay, so, so the then, then bring that to 2010. What since 2010? I think Drake's first album was a classic. I think Take Care was classic. Oh. Thank, thank me later really wasn't classic. Rick then. Ross, his first album was a classic. I, I can see that. Oh, 2010. Oh, you saying 2010 and up? Yeah. I now, now, now I brought it to 2010 to to narrow that gap. Drake. His, his first album was like 2000. Was it 2010? I thought it was 9. Nah, it, it, nah, it, it might it was be 2010. 10. Okay. It was, it was 2010, definitely. 2010? It, it might be. Nah, I, it definitely 2010. Uh, I really don't think his first album was classic, to be honest. I mean, I think it was. I mean, in the past six years, I don't think there was an album that technically was kind of, but there was some mixtapes that were. Oh, yeah. The, the, the mixtape I mean, is back. Which J. Cole album was that? Um, oh, Friday Night Lights. That was a classic. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a that's one of the best mixtapes. But that's an album. All this, all That was original production for for the most part. Yeah. Section eighty, it was Section, Section eighty, 80 and, um, and the other one. I like, think Good Kid, Mad City is classic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. Two thousand ten, man. That's kind of you can't really. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like we're running out of classic albums. We're running out of classic albums. Ten years. The past ten years. Six years of classic albums. You talking about hip hop or just? In any 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 genre, I think Bruno Mars put out a classic. Y'all Bruno like, Mars did put out a classic. Um um, what is it? Um, unauthorized jukebox is that the one you're talking yeah, about? I yeah, honestly, yeah. both of them, both the hooligans, yeah. man, that dude, that dude. Oh yeah, Adele uh, uh, is uh, dropping uh, classic we're doing Michael Jackson, that, 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 uh, Michael Jackson. Are we doing ten years still, or we doing six? We're we're at ten. We're at ten. We're missing something. That Michael Jackson album was nice. I can't I can't knock. I like the the impact that it had. And then when you really think about it, he kind of went out with a bang. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we missing something, bro. We missing one major bang. Since, what, 2006, you're saying right now? Yeah, from 6 I to mean, 16. Miami, uh, Port of Miami. Port of Miami, definitely. Yeah, that's, that, that's yeah I, I, know, I, know I know we're missing a lot, but my, my point was that, like, classic albums are starting to funnel in, and, and then it's just breaks. like... It, it, it's just like a blip. You might get a classic album every yeah, three man. years or so. But you, I mean, that's, that's it's getting sentence. to the point where it's it's so, it's so easy to say. What's the but, but I think to me, classic album is an album that I can play from beginning to end and know every, like I still know every word to the first blueprint. And that came out 9-11. I would advise anybody that, that has an IQ over 80 to, <laughs> to, to, to listen to the cool Lupe's oh. second album, and I really think they'd be like, okay. That what dude, year did that come out? 06, 07? I want to say, yeah, 06, something like that, 06. But then I want them to listen to it and kind of approach it with the fact that you know it's Lupe. What about the Carter 2? Carter 2 was classic. That was 2006, 2005, 2006. I'm more, I'm more yeah. of a fan of Carter 1. I like Carter, Carter 1. 1 was nice, too. Carter 1 was nice. I, but I also think a classic album goes in when it comes in, your, in the time of life. Like and what whenever you like during what you're going through, that's why a classic album is different okay. to so many Ain't people. Ain't no heartbreaks to me was yeah, a classic I, I album. album. I, I like that I, album. I also hey, feel like it. that was the that was the beginning of his demise. Like, cause a lot of people will say my beautiful dark twisted whatever was a was a classic album. Say, look, all of the lights was the best song of 2010 to me. Really? Like all of the lights was the best song. I like of that one where Chris Rock was like, uh, 
<laughs> Yeezy <laughs> taught me. I was like, he he destroyed her. Like he destroyed her. Rick Ross has had some classic albums. Yeah, I'm more mean, than that. Portable. But it's gotten to the point. The past ten years, it ain't been classic albums. It's been classic singles and classic mixtapes. You know, and mixtapes. But I think I think it's also to the point where with the advances in technology, you can oversaturate. You're you're getting a lot more. You're getting Drake a lot. That. You're getting a lot more stuff. Right Future, Future dropped like five albums last people, year. People people probably won't say none of his music is classic. But I mean, he, you call his music dumb, but like he's getting attention from everywhere. I, I think I think he's a prime example of what consistency though. Cause I mean, Luda has to be in that conversation. Oh yeah, Luda. Years. One of those. One of those albums was real nice. Luda has like ten or eleven. You know, albums. consistency pays a lot with this with this generation because if you give them enough of you, they're gonna be like, okay, this boy right here, he stand on it, he on it. Yeah, you know, he grinding. They, they don't. As I said, it's not really quality anymore. It's it's the way you appeal to this generation, you know. But at the same time, and then you gotta realize the power of of, of being hypnotized, being brainwashed, you hear it so much, so much. It's gonna get you eventually. Y'all wanna know what, what album slash mixtape changed the entire hip hop? So far gone. That change I'm gonna tell you why it changed it. Because Drake actually, besides like Ja Rule and you know when 50 Cent was doing all that, Drake actually made singing and rapping really it. He made real singing. Real like singing. he was a he's a real singer. So far, go ja Rule, they, the they were just well, what I mean, what they, they, you yeah. know, they weren't really singing, but like Melody, this, yeah, this yeah. is guy that you know really took his singing. But there seriously. are a lot of people that can sing better than Drake. Oh yeah, that, that are rapping right now. But that, too, ain't, ain't a lot of people he, that can rap better than that he, dude. He, <laughs> rap but, and sing, which is true. But I mean, just to be honest, I really feel like him and Bryson Tiller aren't really far apart. Bryson I, I don't. Bryson I'm really very talented. So I mean, he's twenty two. So it's either that. That that what Drake does must be easy, and I'm, I it might be. No, it could just be that both of those guys are extremely talented. Because yeah, <laughs> I think Bryson Tiller is very talented. I, I mean, when I first heard Bryson, I'm like, oh man, we got this guy trying to be like Drake. Then I heard his music, I'm like he's actually saying some stuff that I would I didn't I didn't expect. But now Drake is getting to the point where every time he says something, I expected that he doesn't. He's not clever anymore. Well, I think you you might be right, or, or you I'm might just be getting smarter, or or Drake is just he's that good, maybe. And I know it might sound like I'm contradicting myself because I have listened to views because I don't really care because everybody's views this, views that. I'm not a late bloomer. I'm a late boomer sometimes. I like to listen to music after everybody's... The hype guys, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, Drake, you're, you're talented, man. Yeah, Drake, I ain't gonna say I ain't But you know who... who Drake changed the mixtape game, but he Lil, like Wayne, Lil Wayne made the mixtape game with the Drought 3. Well, consistency, but the Drought Three—that's that was the, that's one of the best. That might be the best mixtape I've ever heard. It has to be between that, so far gone, and Friday, Friday Night Lights, J Cole. Yeah, mixtapes. That, that, that Drought Three was serious. That was a double disc. Serious heat heaters. And in that in that time period, man, a lot of people were dropping mixtapes. I mean, I thought you got to kind of give uh, two chances props too when he came in. He came out here on a mixtape. Yeah, but and he got three, signed. Then he got signed to Kanye. Yeah, that's two a, that, that's, a lot. Disrespect, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot. I ain't saying it's better than no mixtape, but you got to kind of put him in a conversation. Trey Songz also. Some, oh yeah, he brought some. He he drops rap. He drops a hip hop mixtape along with the R and B. And then we're just talking about we're just talking about from the southern perspective because I'm just saying yeah. right now. Uh, Childish and, and uh, Chance the Rapper, they don't they don't even have uh, well Chance don't even have an actual album. No, he's, and he's he literally a millionaire album. off a of mixtape. He's dude, the dude toured with Eminem off a of mixtape. Right, y'all throw Nicki Minaj in the mix too. Nicki Minaj is a you dope know, artist, so it's man. Just, she's a dope artist. You know, 
they they take they're definitely taking advantage of the fact that this generation doesn't really want complex music. They yeah. want you got your few that want uh, Kendrick and J Cole, but then you got your few that want. That's uh, just trying to turn up. I, I'm, I'm hearing a lot about Tory Lanez. They're saying his his mixtape was a classic. I probably would never play it in my life, but hey, he's he's, he's, Toronto too, right? he's yeah. created his lane. That lane is open now, and people they 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 own it. All right. Before we get into sports, I got one more question about music. Let's just mm-hmm. spend no more than two minutes on this. <laughs> then we want to the sports because we got to wrap it up, Sean. Let's just spend two minutes on this. Two minutes. Who is the best artist from Houston of all time? Besides, besides Beyonce. Okay. You got to take Beyonce out? Yeah, take Beyonce. Got to be from Houston, Texas. Got to be. Say. Say, man, look. I'm kind, I'm kind of partial to Big Mo. I was a big, big Mo fan. Like, I, I don't, big I don't Mo know, I don't know how I, I became such a big Big Mo fan, but he I don't even remember the first Big Mo him. song I heard. But like once I, I oh yeah, Big Mo dropped, the best yeah, or yeah. your favorite? No, the best. Oh, okay, so. I mean, what are you, you getting with the best? Scarface is the best rapper of all time. He's one of the best. He's one of the greatest rappers of all yeah, time true. in hip hop. His, 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 his story, his storytelling is, is crazy. I mean, it's like, like it's like Slick Rick, Nas, Scarface yeah, when it comes to storytelling. Almost have to exclude. Okay, okay. Let's talk about. Oh, so we're just talking about regional kind of. All right, we come from Houston, right? So you know, most of our artists make it to a certain level, then they just come back. That's just yeah. So So you talk about the ones that just stay in the region. It's a a tie between zero and chameleon. Nobody's better than them. Bar for bar, ain't nobody touching them. Bar for bar, nobody touching them. Chameleon, chameleon, will give you bars after bars with. But Kelly Kelly on a nationwide scale, no. Because at least Zero's had his nationwide shine. Yeah, but Chameleon he had a Grammy. Yeah, and Chameleon there will give and, you and, give you tracks with and, no cursing. Honestly, uh, Rotten and Dirty is is an iconic phrase. Yeah, so therefore, yeah. You got he kind of got to take it. You know, what? I can Houston see that. has had some major hits, and I know Charlie oh, yeah. Boy, He might be from Huntsville. You know, re- I, re- I, represent I, for Huntsville. Yeah. Make sure you say that loud when you say Huntsville. Huntsville say that loud just, just in Huntsville. case you didn't know. But I was watching the Toyota Camry commercial the other day. That was hilarious. And Charlie, we have some see. hits, man. We have we have some hits. By the way, look, I'm about to end this this uh, music conversation. But Kirk Banks need to drop an album, guys. <laughs> or, drop, or drop off the face of the earth. It's been six or seven years, dude. I'm a fan. Just drop an album. You doing tours right. that nobody cares about? Let's <laughs> talk about the Rockets. <laughs> because it's needed, and I, I want to talk sense into you, hey, Houstonians out there. Hey, they, they were exactly what we thought they were, though. We exactly. I told y'all they that somebody was going to have to get hurt. <laughs> they are who we thought. Somebody they was going to have to get hurt for them to make any love. type of ch- have any chance, and they still lost because they're the Houston Rockets. Look, I am from Houston, Texas. I love Houston, Texas. I do not like the Houston Rockets. <laughs> I don't like what they represent. I don't like how they play. They have no heart, and their superstar plays no defense. How can you win a championship when the best player on your team plays no D? Defense is the, is half of the game. It's the most important part of the game, arguably. Look, you can score, but you have to stop your man from scoring. So if you're the best player on the team, defense then wins championships. That's what they uh, say. See what the Broncos do. Look, yep. look, I'm sorry, but I'm getting a headache. But look, <laughs> blow the Rockets up. Put them it's on an actual run. No, no. This it's is, it's this about that time. This is what you need to you do. You peaked last season. Daryl Morey, you have to get out of here. Listen, <laughs> this is what we have to do. You, you, you actually get a, you literally get a rocket. You put, <laughs> you put the you put every position 
I don't care who you are. You put them all on that rocket, shoot them out of space, and let them play up there. Let them join the Space Jam team or something. Let them go get some of that special juice Michael Jordan had because these guys suck. Look, James Hart, you have no D, you have no will, you have no desire, you have no heart, you're a facade of a superstar. Wow, this is you blame others, and you will not win the ring in Houston, Texas, so get out of here. I'm tired of seeing my people look to you as a savior for this city. You suck because you don't like to play defense. Get out of Houston, Texas. But offensively, he was the only person that showed up to that last game. It's the last game. He cared. Even when he hit that game winner, he was the only one that cared. Nobody nobody cares. And it was offensive foul. I'm not hating. I'm just telling the truth. (laughs) I mean, my my spiel on it is, I mean, they they got what they paid for. They they really just wanted to sell tickets. No, the the Rockets got to blow up. The Clippers got to blow up. The Clippers and they, really, blow regardless. And the, they really only beat because the, the Clippers imploded. So, really, yeah. they really were only a second-round team last year. They made it to the Western Conference Finals, but they, they shouldn't have. They, they did well against the Southwest last year, though. They did JD well against San Antonio. Tell, you got a tech that's above your pay grade, dude. You're an interim coach. You don't get techs, dude. You sit down. You substitute. That's what you are. That's <laughs> You'll never have a starting I'm, I'm not going to say that, but while you have an interim position, yeah, go out and coach. But don't put yourself in a situation that's going to you know, alter your future because you don't have a contract it yet. Is, it's just ridiculous that they didn't chase down Scott Brooks. Like, that's just foolish. Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all sitting on your hands? Oh you just let Scott Brooks go to the Wizards? Look, like, really? Look. But y'all want Kevin Durant. Here, here, on, why? I, mean, I, got, I got some questions. Why is Daryl Morey still uh, the GM? Why is Howard still here? Why is Harden still here? Why did you bring back Josh Smith for what? Why don't you play Terrence Jones? I'm going off the list right now. <laughs> he wrote a list. You don't play Capella enough. He's a spark. He's energy. I just have no faith in you guys. And I'm not a Houston fan, but I'm tired of seeing my Houstonians out there, you know, putting all their faith into you guys as far as basketball terminology goes. And you guys are upsetting us or them every single year. I'm tired of it. Leave the city. Let's not even have basketball here next year. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You're you getting play, carried away. If they're going to play like. They still made the playoffs. Man, they made the playoffs. Were they like 500? Yeah, ex- at, at 500, 41 and 41. Right. They made the playoffs. They made the playoffs on the last night of the season. Hey, hey, sometimes you go to that wire. I wish so, the Bulls would. Sometimes you go then to you, that then wire. You fired, then you fired Kevin McHale. He no, took no, you to the conference finals no, last no, year. He started, four, what, what, he started four and nine. That was a cop that, That's not bad. Yeah. And they fired him, and they didn't do any better. Like, no, you just, it like, worse. I'm, I'm gonna let JB ride this out. Like, why? That, you, was, weird. that, that, was, that was very Scott, weird. Scott Brooks Sorry for yelling, guys. Scott Brooks from what? Houston, man. It's pretty, some pretty, pretty rich guys out here. People like, will like, come to Houston. People will come to Houston. People, you probably listen to like, oh, you're just a hater. And how don't you? Why don't you ride for the city you're from? No, <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> I'm not going to invest my emotions into a team I know that's going to let me down. And I'm I'm a firm believer if Michael Jordan played those two full seasons that the Houston Rockets would have won those championships. Damn. I, 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 I'm, I'm a firm believer. He didn't win six in a row for for nothing. No, he, 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 he did two sets of three. He did two reps of three. I mean, Six championships in a row. He won. That, he that, played that, that, uh, that, 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 that team. That team. That double clutch team was nice, man. They, they, that they, team. They, that they team. They had, they had what you put on that wheel. They, they were nice, that, bro. Oh yeah, of course. They put down Orlando. Man, Orlando. Shaq and Pitt. Shaq was young. Nah, what, what, what was that? Was Shaq that thirty for thirty? They had. Shaq and Pitt ran through 
Jordan and them. Shaq. They gave to Jordan and them. They beat Jordan and them. Jordan was in playing? Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Jordan came back. Yeah, but still, hey, it's still Jordan. He came back in March of that Jordan. year. The playoffs started in April. I'm just saying. That it's was Jordan. Jordan. No, that was Orlando too. That was Orlando too. Was young? Dennis Scott. So you think if Jordan was there the whole season, they would have ran? I think Orlando. I think would have. I think so too. Took him that year, though. Shaq was a problem. Shaq and Penny was a problem. And they listen. The next repeat, they got Horace Grant. They needed Horace Grant. They brought Horace Grant back. Important. Now Dennis Scott. Uh, it was it was somebody else. Was Nick Anderson? No, that Orlando team was the truth. But they played the Rockets. The Rockets was a better team, dog. The was nice. Bro, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq was sitting there telling. He said Hakeem was telling me I was out. Good, good move, big fella. But next time, go inside. Shaq said he got in his head with that. Hey man, Shaq was a young player. Look, this, very, very, this true. Let me tell you something. This is the same team that 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 uh, said, "Oh, you gonna give David Robinson the MVP?" Let, let me go give him this work. Hakeem gave David Robinson so much yeah, work that series. Well, I'm taking. I'm taking the Houston, the, the Houston, <laughs> the Houston <laughs> Robinson organization has. I'm gonna say Elijah one top three best centers of all time. All time. Top so two. with that being said, top two. You gotta say okay. But we're talking about the best player. Well, I'm saying the Rockets though. <laughs> no, I'm not. Look, as far as skill, I'm not taking anything. From, they had Vernon Maxwell. He was a dog. He wanted Jordan. He wanted him. Of course. He wanted him. That's fine. Claude Jackson did too. You can want something, but you. I'm not taking no skill sets away from the right. They they had heart. They had desire. Had everything. This team today doesn't have. That yellow and red team deserve at least one. I still don't know if they would have beat the Bulls. That's true. I mean, you don't. You don't know. That's why you play. That's why you play. But and what we saw in the '90s, I'm going to lean more towards Michael Jordan. I mean, you have to. They had they had six of what six of. I respect him. Why you wanted that team? Six championships in the 90s? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jordan didn't play, what, one full season? Yeah, basically. And then a half of one, so yeah. yeah. No, more than half. Yeah. Because he came back in March. The season, the season's over in April. Yeah. yeah. And then, and when he retired in 98. No asterisk, though. He don't, don't know asterisk, though. No he asterisk. He don't get no asterisk, though. That's, you, you, that's your fault. <laughs> your dad, you know. No there's never an asterisk on a championship. The only one that's argued that you can argue, but I heard you say it earlier about the the one that Phil Jackson said when the San Antonio Spurs won it with the Oh, when they because they had the short season too. That was too. a very short season. But at the end of that, was it like that, 40 something? Every, you still started 0 0 when the season started. Everybody played a short season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't get an advantage because they were the only ones playing short. Everybody played a short season. Yeah. All right, man. We're getting ready to wrap this up. Before we do, let's uh, discuss this Laramie Tunsil situation. Don't smoke weed. If you do smoke weed, that's your business. But don't record yourself smoking weed. Don't, 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 don't be an idiot. That's that's what it boils down to. So basically, y'all sign with me that this generation is dumb. No, 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 no. very dumb. Yeah, it's it's very dumb. Don't. If you're gonna smoke weed. That's your business. Why do I record everything? But like, why, why do you, you have to record everything? Why are you recording, man? I mean, why do you why, don't record things? Record everything you want. Snapchat all day. Have fun. Enjoy life. But I'm just saying, think about what you're recording. Don't record illegal things. Yeah, technically, you could go to jail for some of the things that you record. Like, this one time, on. th- wait, hold on. True story. This one time I did do something illegal and we had recorded it. It, it wasn't intentionally recorded. I'm not gonna tell college you what I did. Or, uh, college age, okay, college age. I'm not gonna tell you what it was. But you know, we and then my homeboy, he was with me. He recorded, so we're he's. I'm doing the action, but then he turns the camera on itself and he says, "Yeah, this is how we're out here living. This is what we do." So I had to get sitting down, like, "Okay, look. First of all, we're doing something illegal. <laughs> Second of all, you put the camera directly on yourself. On yourself. 
You gotta delete this. This is gone. This is gone. You have to have a pep talk with criminal or to do criminal activity. You might want to stop talking to that guy, man. That's that's still my boy. I ain't gonna shout him out, but I hope he's listening. Oh man, but look, man, look. I don't want to take anything away from that guy. He's he's a good player, man. Just work. Just the youngsters that's even out there today. Learn from this. Don't record yourself doing illegal things. Don't. Don't. Because he could come back at the last minute, literally. What happened to him last night, the last minute, the last the couple of seconds before the draft started, they came back to bite him in the behind. Just don't do idiotic things on camera. Is, 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 that your, is that your word of advice for the week? That's it. That's your word don't of advice? Don't do idiotic things on camera. Well, you got, a, you got a word of advice? I mean, that, that, that was hard to top, but yeah, I mean. I think I'm going to just go back to what I was saying about the, the whole cheating thing with the whole Beyonce thing. I mean, I don't feel I don't, I don't feel it's an intelligent thing to do or it's a, a respectful thing to do to yourself to stay with somebody that cheats on you. And you have to understand that in a relationship, there isn't much that you have. So if, you, if, 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 a, if a relationship is supposed to be built off trust, and one, you love yourself, you have to understand that being cheated on and accepting that person back is probably one of the most self-loathing things that you can do because you'll never be able to look at that person the same. And if you let somebody get away with it one time, it's a good chance they'll do it again. You just gave them the and, blueprint. And you're just, and you're just all you're doing <clears throat> time and time after that is damaging yourself. So regardless of uh, making uh, lemonade out of lemons, you gotta realize something. You still ain't got no sugar, so it's not gonna be sweet. <laughs> before, before, before we end, one thing we gotta realize and give Beyonce credit for is that she's married. So when you're married, of it's course, a different course, ball game. Of course, it I don't, sucks. I don't but truly it's a ball game. I don't, yeah. you know, I married with child. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm saying like you can't just say leave your husband. No, I'm not saying. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying, saying understand. I'm saying, I know you're not what saying you're that. Doing. But when it comes to like boyfriend girlfriend, that's at your discretion. Yeah. But when you're married. You know, it, yeah. that's a different ballgame. Well, I, I said to y'all that one thing, and I was like, she was like bigging him up and saying, you know, our whole relationship, he's so honest, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know. You be putting people on these pedestals that are going to tip over. You understand that everybody you come across is capable of pretty much anything. Absolutely. And, 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 if you, and when it all comes down to it, if, depending on how much you love yourself and how strong you are, what Beyonce did is not for everybody. May be able to do it, but understand that you are not Beyonce, and what Beyonce did is not for everybody. And you really have to really look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Do I deserve this, or do I deserve better?" Okay, that's all I gotta say. Just stay true to yourself. What I what I what I have is this, this quote that I seen. I, I kind of want to share it with people. It says, "Waiting for everything to be just right is an ineffective strategy to move closer to your dream. You have to take leaps of faith and trust the process. Embrace the feeling of being nervous." Even a little scared, it's a sign you're alive and ready to grow. Mm. And that's that's just that's deep. That's deep, and it's still it's still spinning. I like that nervous part. It's still spinning off that comfort zone stuff. If being nervous is a good thing, being nervous. If you're if you're too calm, something's wrong. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant said, "Every game he went out, he had butterflies in his stomach." As you should. That's that's deep though. That's somebody played twenty years. That comfort zone is one of the most toxic things that you can can bring into a a foundation that you're building with somebody because what you have to realize is that's your comfort zone that's nobody else's comfort zone because i'm one of the most anti-social people you're going to meet so when it's all said and done if i stay 
in my comfort zone of being antisocial, I'd be single right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to step out of my antisocial comfort zone and accept somebody else into it. So once you understand how and bad, her world too. exactly, you know, so you have to understand that your comfort zone isn't benefiting anybody but you. So that, that, that is what it is. That's why that, that quote is no good. comfort zone. Yeah, that comfort zone. <laughs> become, that comfort become uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah become thing. uncomfortable. That, what, what they say when, when uh, you know when, when God is entering your life, when you know you're getting nervous and getting uncomfortable, that's how you know About God is making shift. moves, you mm-hmm. know. It's not going to be calm. Yeah. Good stuff, man. And with that being said, this has been No Boundaries. Thank you for listening.